What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about personal development for INFJs and how to create an epic life on your terms. And today we're continuing our series on the INFJ traits. And today I wanna to talk to you about sensitivity. Sensitivity is probably one of our biggest superpowers, but so many of us have such a distorted relationship with it. Either INFJs detest their sensitivity because of all the pain it brings, or it's a shield that tells them that's why I'm different. That's why I deserve to isolate myself. And it's just a reason to keep on hurting ourselves over and over again. Because in the end, we're sensitive. That's how it's supposed to be. We build a persona around it. When the goal in all of this, believe it or not, is to not feel our sensitivity at all. It shouldn't be something that we're even aware of. That is how much it has to be a part of us. Like, I don't think about the fact that I'm breathing. So your sensitivity has to come out in your life in such a way that inspires you, makes you happy, and actually helps you to thrive in the best way. So this is what we're gonna talk about today. Before we get started though, I wanna remind you, if you wanna take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life and you want my help with it, then work with me privately. All the information you find below. I'm not sure how most of you found out that you are an INFJ. Maybe some of you have taken a test in school or in university and you figured out, oh, I'm an INFJ. I, since I grew up in Europe and I'm living in Europe over here, it hasn't been that big for as long as it has been, for example, in the States. So the way I found it was really through research of there's something wrong with me. There has to be something that is just not how it's supposed to be. I felt like a stranger, like an outsider to the world and I was so desperate to find a solution. So through that, I started researching about being an empath about being a highly sensitive person. And the more I researched, the more I recognized, oh yeah, INFJ, that's the thing that I resonate most with. And that doesn't mean, of course, that when you're an INFJ, you're not an empath or you're not a highly sensitive person. We all know they overlap. But here's the thing, they all are connected because INFJs are in themselves already very sensitive people. And there are different kinds of sensitivity, we all know that, but our way of being sensitive is that we absorb so much. It's our introverted intuition. We have a sense of what's going on, things hurt us in a different way, and things impact us in a different way. And for the longest time, I had this as a badge of honor. It plays so much into the persona of being a martyr. I mean, how often have you been in this position or you've heard other INFJs talk about it? Of, you know, I'm giving everything, I'm trying to help everybody and people just don't treat me well. And I cannot stop it, it's my sensitivity. I just feel everything and I feel it so immensely and I cannot make myself stop feeling. And on top of everything, we read things over and over again that tell you being brave in such a hard, cold world is about staying the sensitive, not closing off. And so we get all of those messages that it's completely right and completely okay to continue to suffer because that makes us who we are. That gives us an identity. And since starting my journey six years ago, when I said I have to change something about my approach to life, and I also wanna share it with you because the community in itself was so much about causing oneself pain. It was so full of self-sabotage and being the victim, playing the victim, that of course the first thought that would come up would, okay, you just shut down that sensitivity. Just shut it down, you close it off, and then you move forward. Well, is that really possible? Not really. 
Like I understand that it's necessary in some scenarios to really pull through and to numb ourselves out as much as possible to get out of it. I mean, you've heard of people who are, for example, in very big depressional states that medicine sometimes helps them to regulate their emotions just to get out of the worst scenario. So they're willing to give up the good emotions as well as the negative ones to have some kind of stability until they are able to feel and express a wider range of emotions. Well, I went through something similar, just not that I medicated myself, but when I was really in that deep hole that I've gotten myself into, because all I was thinking about was my sensitivity. It was all about, I feel something, I have to hold on to it. Emotionality was so important to me that I was willing to do absolutely anything to experience those emotions. And the thing is this, the things that make us feel the most are melancholy, our sadness, our heartbreak. It's the highs and the lows, but the most beautiful emotions that so many INFJs experience come from this place of deep sadness, of deep melancholy. And so there's always this thing that we carry with us that has so much to do with our introverted intuition. I always use the example of, let's say, Romeo and Juliet, the story, the passion behind it. That is so typically INFJ. It's not about the love story, it's about the theme. Like even if you think about that 90s movie, it's all in there, right? It's the passion, but it's the coldness, it's the darkness. It is something that is so present in us and we carry that with us. I don't know if you've heard this, but I saw this a couple of days ago and I thought this was so fitting that gamblers are not addicted to winning. They're addicted to losing. And when I was looking back at all the scenarios that I was addicted to because of my sensitivity, it was always an addiction to some kind of pain. It was somebody around me who was hurting and I needed to take care of that. It was somebody around me experiencing deep emotions that I just couldn't take my eyes off and situations that made me feel something. It didn't matter if it was all about joy, it was about feeling because the alternative would be that I give up my feelings altogether. That's the position I was at and that's the position where so many INFJs are in. Because we have to understand that the choices we make that get us to this place where we live out our sensitivity so much, they happen on autopilot. Yes, there's some conscious choices we make, but most of the time they happen on such a level we're not even aware of. Because if you think about it, how many of the relationships that you have in your life, if it's with your coworkers, if it's with a love interest, if it's with your parents or a friend, how many of them are based on some kind of drama? And I'm not talking about the kind of drama you watch on reality television. I'm talking about people with deep emotional pain and we're addicted to that. We're addicted to that because it makes us feel something. And we ourselves put ourselves continuously in situations where we get to feel like our life is epic right? But it's a different kind of epic than I always talk about. It's the kind of epic that makes you feel something in contrast to being in this boring life where nothing is happening and you're just settling for mediocre. That's the place where so many INFJs live. And I was really at a point where I thought there is no alternative. What would the alternative be? That I just give up, that I settle, that I say I'm willing to go for a life where I don't get to feel, where I numb myself out. And there was nothing scarier to me than that. With time though, I recognized that 
I had no other choice. I had to numb myself out at some point. I had to cut out so many people, so many circumstances and so many situations that made me feel something because they made me feel too much. And it was really a scary place because it was a place where we have to say, that's it. But what we don't realize so often is that in that moment, when you say no to being exposed to deep emotions, what you're actually saying is, I am sensitive. You're finally admitting it to yourself. You admit to yourself that you only have that much of a capacity for it. That you, with all your amazing qualities, also have the quality of being very sensitive to a lot of emotions. That you need a lot of time for yourself. That you need peace and serenity. And admitting that to yourself and others is extremely scary. I mean, we all go through life and say, yeah, I'm sensitive. It's all about, like, I feel all of those emotions. But it's a different thing than saying, I give up those emotions in my life because they're just too much for me to handle. It's a defeat. It's an ego hit like everything else. Like some people who are very physical, when they have to admit to themselves, I cannot be a workaholic who works 80 hours a week because my body just cannot take it. And so many people are forcing themselves to go to the edge and really get into serious health problems because the alternative, the ego hit, is just so painful. And we hide from this, we run from this as much as possible. For us INFJs, it's the same thing, just when it comes to sensitivity. And I really wish that you never have to go as far as I had to go mentally in order to recognize that you just don't have another choice. Nowadays, I have way more peace in my life. I spend so much of my time by myself and the things that I do, they allow me to bring up my emotions in a positive way. I actually closed a door in order to open a huge one afterwards. When you make sure that you have peace and serenity in the center of your being, you have so much more you get to experience with healthy boundaries within a space where you always feel safe. My sensitivity is something I'm just not aware of anymore. I'm not. And it's not because I experience it less or because I'm able or was willing to give up my emotions. Not at all. We cannot give up our sensitivity. We cannot just stop experiencing and absorbing everything that we do. But what we can control is what we allow in our environment. And this is not something that will happen from one day to the other. There is no goal here. It's always a leaning into part. That's why working with the five pillars can help you so much because they give you an indication of look at those areas. In each of those areas, make a step towards a place where you want to be. What is the next thing you can do to improve your relationships? What is the next thing you can do to improve your wealth management and feel more secure? And what is the next thing where you can direct your vocation to? Because I, as an INFJ, have made it a point to create this peaceful, serene environment for myself. I get to use my sensitivity in areas where people are really helped while I'm not neglecting myself, while I make sure that I'm at peace, while I make sure that I'm healthy and happy and that I thrive. And the results I get, not just for me, but for the people around me, are not comparable to everything that was going on before, where I was living in this dramatic world where everything is full of chaos and drama. 
because I was addicted to that kind of emotion. Once I recognized that this is something that I just carry with me because throughout childhood, we've been conditioned that if you stay in an environment where you're not being the one who says, this is the environment I choose, and as you can all imagine, as children, we don't choose our environment. We don't choose our parents. We don't choose our friends. We don't have the cognitive ability to make those choices. This is the kind of environment that we're used to. And continuously, our mind has been conditioned to be in a world where we're too sensitive to what is happening around us, where we're being overwhelmed. Of course, we can survive it, no problem, but it's always a stress factor. And it's always something that we have within us. It's what we call home. It's what we call our childhood. And as adults, we go back to that feeling because this is what we know. Same thing like people who continuously go into abuse relationships when they've had an abusive childhood because this feels like home this feels familiar and once you admit to yourself that you are the center of your universe and you have to decide what makes you feel good about yourself then you will put those boundaries up and you're totally fine if other people think you're a hermit or you're somebody who has like a boring life or whatever it is because once you've reached that peace you know that this is just the basis of it all. I go through life having that peace and that serenity. And on top of that, I get to create my epic life, which is full of success, talking to people that I love and that I can help and being happy in a way I never thought possible. I'm not aware of all the things that are happening that would cause me that drama like I was before. They're just not in my world anymore. And it's time we're willing to address it. It's time that we admit it to ourselves and that we take steps to create that inner peace so we can use our sensitivity as a gift without having to pay the price of self-destruction for it. I really hope that helped you and inspired you to believe in your sensitivity and to make it something you're not even aware of because you protect it so much and then you apply it without even thinking about it. Remember, if you wanna take the next step in creating your INFJ epic life, then work with me privately, all the information you find below. And if you wanna watch another video now that is in line with today's topic, then watch the video on the INFJ empath abilities. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I'll talk to you next time.